Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he's tomato meter approved, Eric Marchin. Matt, are you ready to take a trip to Mars? Who's that over there? Is that some sort of stowaway <laughs> today? No, there's no stowaway on this podcast, but we are reviewing Joe Pena's stowaway starring Anna Kendrick, Daniel Day Kim, Shamir Anderson, and Tony Collette being released on April the 22nd, uh, which is already, it's out right now, on uh, Netflix in most places, and then Prime Video here in Canada, I think, because it's Elevation Pictures here in Canada, so they uh, gave it to Prime Video, but most places it should be on Netflix. It's I similar think. to uh, I Care A Lot, the Roseman Pike yeah. film that played at TIFF last year. Uh, it also got a release uh, internationally through Netflix, but in Canada, uh, Elevation Pictures again yeah, and so uh, Prime. When a Canadian distributor uh, you know, purchases the rights to a movie before it's sold um, at a festival or something like that. That's usually when this happens or they get in at the script stage or earlier than a distributor. So um, that's usually when this stuff happens. But uh, anyways, that's, well, that has nothing to do with the film itself. It's yeah, just fun yeah. kind of sort of just to, uh, inside uh, baseball kind of stuff. make sure people know where to find it. Yeah, exactly. So Matt, you just watched this uh, not I too did. long ago. Uh, I yeah. watched it a couple days uh prior uh had you seen uh so joe penna and uh is the director of the film and co-writer with ryan morrison uh they also uh worked together on uh arctic the survival thriller with mads mickelson uh if you want more mads mickelson content you can go and listen to our review of uh chaos walking did Um, i watch arctic i can't i don't think you did i think it was one of those movies you kind of skipped because i remember I saw it at the press screening and then yeah. coming over to your place afterwards to do a recording and talking to you about it. Um, that movie like this, this, these two films are basically a companion piece sort of to put together. And you can tell that like they probably both Penna and, and Morrison were, were contemplating both at the same time, or maybe, you know, there were elements of uh stowaway that kind of came out of um uh, Arctic, maybe just kind of adapting to the harsh climates, but the idea of sort of being isolated in a location and yeah. the situation being dire, and then on top of that, adding uh, a moral dilemma or component um, to the story. In this case, you have uh, three astronauts who are headed to Mars on a two-year mission. Um, everything kind of goes by the books. Tony Kletz stoic commander uh barnett uh marina barnett is you know plays everything by the books and makes sure everything is going running smoothly and then you have anna kendrick's uh zoe levinson who is uh, a physician and medical officer and daniel day kim's uh uh dave uh is it david david I have it up one right yeah here. yeah so um, daniel day kim's david, david K- kim kim who's a botanist and sort of is specializing in um algae and sort of uh reproduction and sort of growth of 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 plant life and soon after launch or takeoff uh they discover that they have a stowaway uh played by shamir anderson as the titular stowaway as the titular stowaway uh who plays uh michael adams um uh, a launch pad sort of tech who again this isn't this is sort of talked about in the film, but it's not nefarious. He didn't sort of 
hide aboard the ship to kind of you know to sort of sabotage At first the they don't know what why he's right there, right because he's unconscious yeah. and 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 quite in like severely injured and so when he comes to and he sort of talks about sort of what happened it was all by accident it's it's a very strange kind of way to not only introduce the character but sort of you know how he came to be aboard this ship by accident like it kind of feels a little bit clunky there and that's where i started having some issues with the movie where it kind of felt like okay like i get the idea that you have to get this person on board to kind of create a a a situation that becomes dire but at the same time him just kind of by accidentally kind of like he's like working on the ship ship. or something yeah and and, like gets injured or falls asleep or something and 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 it seems like he got injured and then passed out from his injuries right and then no one knew he was in there and then they shot up yeah and there's there's the moment in the in the film where it kind of maybe wants you to think that maybe there's something nefarious going on because he talks about sort of having his own pitch to go on one of these missions and and things like that but it's quickly kind of cut where it's he's not that kind of character he's just someone who kind of you know had a really unfortunate sort of run of luck there where he's aboard that. And he's a very sympathetic and likable character too. Um, and probably the best performance, uh, him and uh, Tony Clutter or, or Anderson, and Tony Clutter, the, uh, the best there. But um, yeah. I think what I did appreciate the most about this movie is that it keeps it to the four actors and kind of feels like you're watching a play in, in, in that regard. And like, you know, even when they're interfacing with people that are outside of the ship, you never hear or see the other people that they're interfacing with. So the, the company Hyperion, you know, and, and mission control, you, you, it's always a one-sided conversation. And I think some of the emotional moments work really well off of the actors, especially Anderson and Colette, when they have to kind of be emotionally wrought in, in scenes of, of, sort of contemplating what they're going to do. Um, And I think that that's very clever and well done. And again, the premise is intriguing. It puts you in the mindset of these characters and like, what would you do in this situation? But once you get to kind of the final act, it feels like there's a part of the script missing or there's still a part of the story that's underdeveloped. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally with you by the time, even as it's, as it ended, I was like, huh? okay, I feel like there's a big portion of this movie kind of missing or it just felt like it it just ends. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you though of like, I like that it's literally just these four characters, um, a quote unquote single location. It reminded me kind of another Amazon movie I watched earlier was 7,500 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt where it's very much focused on his pilot and the people around him and it doesn't necessarily need to do anything more than that. And you can kind of have something intriguing there um i think it lost me quite quickly where no offense to anna kendrick but right away i was just like i can't i can't buy her as this character and i don't know maybe as a, as just, a physician as a, a I, medical not officer. even a physician but maybe like a you know a, a, a nasa or space uh, a medical researcher like as astronaut i just like well, and she's I, not she's not technically just like she she pitched her her idea or her thesis to do yeah. this and she's not necessarily trained like tony collette's character i understand that but experience like, or even daniel day kim like both of these two are 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 working on their own projects but then uh, then 
they just happen to be on space missions. Yeah, and they've been they're trained they're like, in a very basic yeah. way. And we should also mention, okay, so the sort of the the critical element of this script is that they only have enough oxygen for three, for three people. Well, technically even just two, uh, because they try to sort of you know stretch that out with Daniel Day Kim sort of producing algae aboard the ship and sort of absorbing, oxygen, yeah, yeah, and absorbing the carbon dioxide because they're yeah. carbon dioxide um, uh, uh, assembly. Their machine is is basically uh, beyond repair after uh, they find the stowaway after they find Michael. And so that creates this problem of like, what do you do? And they're trying to do everything that they can and remain proactive in the situation. But there comes a point where they have to kind of think, well, are they going to either have to kill Michael or or, or is he going to have to commit suicide? And again, having, if you listen to the regular show, I just recently watched or rewatched Danny Boyle's sunshine. And there's an element of that in In that that. film with Benedict Wong's character. And I think that, I mean, obviously there's more to sunshine than just that one thing, but I feel like with, with this movie, it's kind of hinging on that one premise as a high concept sort of, you know, survival thriller, um, mm. but it just kind of feels like there's not a lot there other than just the premise. There's, I, I agree with you. There's not yeah. a lot of plot. There's not a lot of story and, and not that I'm, I'm a big fan of plot, but it just kind of felt like, okay, you have an intriguing idea, but it's underdeveloped. And a lot of what you did in Arctic, which I think is a really solid little movie, um, was much more interesting and kind of, again, fleshed out and really kind of hinged on you know your your lead actor where Mm -hmm. with having four instead of one person uh this time around everybody's good and i if i even think anna kendrick i I agree with you i think she's fine she's miscast but she's not bad performance wise because she's very steadfast and sort of determined in the most sort of i could just never buy it i do think miscast is the right word yeah it's it's like mark Wahlberg in the happening i mean again still is a much better movie than the happening but like i would never buy mark Wahlberg as a science teacher you know like in that kind of way where it's just even as kate yeager the um inventor yeah although i buy that a little bit more because it's just a michael bay universe but like m night Shyamalan's trying to find i know realism there but but again Stoa is a much better movie than uh, uh, The Happening. But like in terms of these sort of space mission kind of films, I, I it's like, better it be than Silent what's Running the other one this. we saw recently that was pretty bad. The space movie also came to Netflix, didn't it? Um, that we reviewed that was really underwhelming. I forget. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I, I don't hate the movie. I just, again, found I was mostly indifferent. I like the high concept. I like, you know, survival thrillers. And like, I think there is a, a cool idea here with like, we accidentally took on one too many passengers and we only have enough for these people. How are we going to deal with this situation? It's just the outcome of how they kind of all, you know, deal with it isn't, I don't think very interesting or it doesn't, you know, I I haven't seen Arctic, but like in other survival thrillers, I agree with you that it's best to build around one person and then kind of or two, like Like just a couple of people at most, but again, sort of, you know, have them move through the elements and, and sort of create new obstacles for them to overcome or, or not. And, and this, you know, they're contained to one location, which again, I think, I, think I was act- thinking of midnight sky. Oh, midnight. Oh, 
rig. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is much better than Midnight Sky, but Midnight Sky, I, I think, think so, is trying to do more than what more, this movie yeah. is. Like this movie, I think this movie for, knows what it is. Yeah, Penna and, yeah. and Morrison know the kind of movie they're making. And and uh, something that I do have to give a lot of credit for is I really loved uh, the production design, the actual sets, yeah. and sort of lived in quality of looked good. The ship the, uh, looks amazing. Space looked nice. The ship was cool. Yeah, like, it's a well made film, and it's well directed. It's it's like there's nothing wrong with it in terms yeah. of both the technical and performances. It just kind of feels like the story itself is hinging on this premise that is just not fully fleshed out and developed in a in a way that kind of would this would have been better as a short. i agree like there's not enough there to be a two-hour movie and it just feels like it's stretched out you know really long like even the launch and getting up there and setting up the you know setting up kendrick and daniel day kim and tony collette's characters and then until you finally get to the titular stowaway and then you finally you 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 reveal that oh we only have you know enough oxygen for three people or enough resources for three people how are we going to deal with it and it just i agree with you that like you know i 30 40 minutes short even like you know an episode of a you know some sort of sci-fi anthology series i think this could have been maybe really cool as like a 43 minute black mirror twilight zone yeah exactly like that that could have been really cool because then you tighten it up you have this high concept uh single location great production design some good actors and then you kind of let them you know deal with this almost as like one big conversation or over a little bit of time of like how we don't want to kill this man like he doesn't deserve to die like yeah um it was an accident so we need to figure out how we're going to do this and the movie gives you those obstacles for the characters to kind of go through but then it feels like you know your typical space stuff like we have to go outside of the spacecraft and get this thing there and there's liquid oxygen and then there's something happening in space that's going to you know kill someone or or stop us from doing it and it's those kind of that's all in the last act as well like a lot of it is mostly like and again like i really like the the problem solving aspect of the film and and we already mentioned or i already mentioned the 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 isolation aspect of keeping it to the four actors even when it yeah. comes to communicating outside the, guy the sh- space station or anything. Yeah. yeah and i even like the way that um penna sort of composes scenes of exposition where he'll have the character who's giving um sort of a monologue or or a dialogue to the other characters and they have that character uh, they're they're back to the camera uh, as they're talking to the rest of the people or the one person that they're having the conversation with, and you get the reaction of the person. You really just you you set on the person that you have that conversation with. So when Michael is telling the rest of the crew how he came aboard the ship when he's sort of in recovery, you know his his back is against the camera and you never see his face deliver these lines. And then there's a scene later on uh, a, a critical conversation between. Uh, the Michael character uh, played by Anderson and Daniel Day Kim's character where Daniel Day Kim's character's back is against the camera and he's standing up and sort of talking down to um, Anderson's character, which I think is also interesting in terms of the composition and framing of those scenes. And it's, it's also, I mean, like I, I, I talked about this when, when, when I did not review Arctic for the show, but just mentioned it. But I also do find Joe Penna is a very interesting guy because he kind of got his start um, working with Rhett and Link making uh, uh, commercials, those, uh, oh, those really? weird like uh, sales commercials. That's cool. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, he was a YouTuber and stuff like that. It yeah. says he maintains a YouTube channel. Yeah. So, I mean, good on him. Like, and I, I do love survival 
thrillers. And I, I remember you telling me about Arctic and I love Mads Mikkelsen. We just ironically reviewed him in chaos walking, not a great movie, but um, <laughs> there's some tie in there, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I had nothing against the movie. I just agree with you that I feel like it was a high concept that was stretched maybe a little too thin over a two hour runtime and um, where it kind of takes you with that dilemma that they have just kind of peters out for me and doesn't doesn't really work and again i have nothing against it i agree with you that the production design and the ship design like you always where the characters are going you can kind of almost instantly like see the design of the ship and it feels really easy to follow and like and it's not confined to just one spot like in 7500 like i just mentioned with joseph gordon levitt in that you know the pilot um the cockpit. Um, but I, I do really like that. And I think it looks nice. I just, the music is actually, you know, talking about midnight sky. One of the things that that movie is trying to do so much more and try to beat you over the head of being like, this movie is important. Like this movie, like we said, it knows what it is. The music fits the movie. Uh, I do agree with you that Shamir Anderson and Tony Collette are probably, um, the strongest. I love seeing my boy, Daniel day, Kim, you know, I'm a huge oh, Lost great. fan. So yeah. like, um, I, I like seeing him pop up and stuff because I don't see him very often anymore since Lost kind of finished. But I think he's doing still a lot of TV and stuff like that. But um, and then Anna Kendrick, I like her. I really, really do like her. I just really do feel like she's uh, very miscast in this. And I couldn't get past that in like the first 10 minutes. I was just like, I just don't buy it. I can't. I just she's she's great, but I just can't see her as this character. And then that kind of lost me instantly. And then when you start to find out what the movie's about, I'm like, okay, this is intriguing. And then it kind of just feels like, all right, um, I feel like we could have solved this maybe a little bit quicker, but um, it ends up being okay. Like I have nothing really against it. I just didn't have anything where I'm like, oh shit, like there's something here. This is really, really good. Yeah. And, and I, again, don't disagree with Anna Kendrick's miscasting, but I understand also why she was cast and why that, that character is kind of the optimist of the group or the one that is always trying to find a new solution or, or, or doesn't give up. And she has this sort of uh, monologue later on about that and why she's, she's like that. And, and Anna Kendrick, the one thing that, that she does exude here that I think the character is supposed to is sort of, that kind of optimism and determination and that spirit of kind of, you know, what America used to be of, you know, that can do attitude and, and not being defeated by, you know, a problem and, and wanting to always continue to, to, to try to find a new way to solve the situation. And I appreciate that because I think she's very good at conveying those things, but I also do agree with you where it feels like the role itself doesn't serve her any, or does her, doesn't do her any, favors like it just kind of feels like i don't think it plays to her strengths like i think she's a good actress and i i agree with you that she is good at those in those moments and um whether it's uh being naive or just like kind of uh, again being the youngest crew member and and things like that like i feel like like you said not being you know a quote-unquote you know astronaut first they're you know scientists because again it's looking at like how how logic and emotion play into decision making you know the situation that no one wants to kill this guy or wants him to die they have say this is how long we we have in this 
you know, tight situation and what we have to do. And he's the least useful, no offense to the guy, right. but I mean, on their mission that they're trying to accomplish, which is very important as well. Like, I like those kind of, you know, big brainy ideas that you need to kind of sit down and go like, well, this is a shitty situation. How do we solve this? I just feel like the way that the movie kind of gets to that point doesn't really quite isn't as interesting as the concept. And I think, and the psychological toll as well. Like I feel like, again, a lot of that is conveyed through sort of the expressions and body language of Tony. Tony character really great at that. Who She like, she is kind of, you know, has puts on a, a, a strong face for everybody. And, and is you know, the one that kind of shows those leadership qualities really, really well, but also at the same time, she's not blind to the situation at hand. And like, again, there's a couple moments where she's having these one-sided conversations with mission control and Hyperion, the, the company and, 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 you know, the way that she is kind of breaking down that facade in those moments alone, um, I think are some of the better sort of emotional moments that can kind of convey like that kind of gripping quality of, of these kind of thrillers or action movies with sort of a, a, a conscientious idea to them. And, and yeah. And, and again, like, I think that this would have made a better short. It kind of feels like a footnote after Arctic where it's like, okay, we wanted to, you know, do another one of these type of movies, yeah. but set it in space. I wouldn't be surprised of, if he tries to you know, do like this trilogy that all kind of fits together with thematically different, speaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Thematic survival thrillers in different, you know, isolated locations. The Arctic space makes sense. Maybe next one's underwater or something like that. Right. Not the, not the movie underwater, but you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to give the movie a uh, two and a half. Um, didn't quite, enjoy it i think it's not a horrible movie i could maybe be persuaded to go to three but um i think i was just still a little underwhelmed so i'm gonna go two and a half i'm gonna give it a three just because i do like a lot of the setup and the premise and sort of the ideas that are being conveyed i just don't think it really comes together at the end and it kind of feels like there is a missing element uh or component to the script that could have really either helped it or maybe they should have tightened it and made it a short. Yeah, I agree. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we have a couple other reviews I would love for you guys to check out right now. Uh, like I, the aforementioned chaos walking, you guys can go check out our review for that for our American listeners. Yes, it's a little late, but we just got it here in Canada. Um, so you can check that out. Um, as well as our 89th draft of the Untitled Movie Podcast. Please go subscribe to that channel. Uh, we did our Oscar preview, um, which you guys can check out. Um, if you're listening to this after the Oscars, our 90th draft should also be out, which is our reaction to the Oscars. Or put them together to one big podcast. See what, see how wrong Eric and I were about the entire night and then hear us go, wow, could you, who would have thought that, um, I don't know whatever happens <laughs> man we suck as oscar uh pundits pundits yeah um please follow us on all the social medias at untitled underscore cast uh, and if you would be so kind uh drop us a review specifically on this reviews channel we're trying to get the uh, uh reviews on the reviews channel up so i would love for you guys to go over there and help us out if you could um, as always, my name is Matt Rohrbeck. You can find more of my work around the internet, but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com. And you can follow me on all of those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric March, and you can find more of my video reviews at rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. 
Until next time. I'm going to grow some algae in my basement. <laughs> <laughs>